Welcome to the Coffee Bar Stories, a DTZ Entertainment presentation hosted by Dad and Son. All right, folks, we got Fluffy with us again, and we're going to do some catch-up. And I must say this one more time, that this is not the Fluffy the Comedian. This is our buddy, Fluffy. So I'll have Son go ahead and take it from here and get the catching up. Catching. How you doing, Fluffy? It's been a while since we've had you on a whole ten episodes. How's life been? Life's changed. It has. Uh, one of the big things changed. Uh, you finally moved out of your parents' basement. I'm a family man now. Yeah. Went from just living with your parents to all of a sudden family man. How is that treated? It's swell. It's swell. Is it? It's a change. Is it a change that, that's good for you? or? Oh, is yeah. It? Okay. So it's more you're trying to get into the groove of the change as far as, you yep. know, new I not only moved out of my parents' house for the first time, but I moved in with someone else. And then on top of that, there's a child involved, too. So it's a, different, a whole different balance of different things going on. Well, that's that's good. At least, at least you're taking in good strides and everything. Oh, yeah. yeah. So uh, you want to talk about uh, when you moved, uh, how that was, since it was just you and me basically moving all your crap? Uh, I got to admit, it's probably one of the easiest moving jobs I've ever had to, you know, work on. Yeah, not too, I don't have a lot of stuff. Yeah, not too much had to be moved. Not a lot of heavy furniture, I take it. Uh, <sighs> you only had what? Your mattress? The mattress is the, the heaviest thing. The Yeah, the mattress had to have been the heaviest thing, because then there was what? Well, your gun yeah. safe and your uh, your dresser. The drawers were out of the dresser. Yeah, oh, ten okay. times easier. We left everything in the dresser drawers, and then just moved the drawers individually. Oh, yeah, that's the best way to do it. Make it light as possible. I'd rather make a couple extra trips than break my back anymore. I'm, well, now that my age, it's it's got to the point where I gotta work smarter, not harder. Yeah, definitely. I used to bulldog that stuff. Like, you know, I had beers to go get to. You know, in my early years, I'd run you out the house quick. We'd mm-hmm. start running in, grabbing things. I don't care. Half the stuff's still in it. We'll go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's back then. That's the way it was. I I moved about six, seven people in my lifetime. Big moves and stuff, mm-hmm. where it took all day long and that. We just the lure of beer for us. Yeah. Me and a couple buddies, we go and we just tear it up, just start yanking stuff out the house. They'd have it prepared because we tell them when we show up, we're gonna walk in, start picking up and carrying out. Mm-hmm. We're not there to pack. It's we'll like get when, you out the house. It's like when we went up north to get all the stuff out of grandma's. Oof, yeah. That's it. Now that was hard. That was, that was excessive. Oh yeah, extremely excessive. There's but still a ton up there to go through too. Mm-hmm. It's 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 going to be a long process. Listen, but that's if I, if I was time. in that house, I'd want to make that entire upstairs a whole, just cool ass space. <laughs> it's it's got the potential. It's a big big open attic spot. Mm-hmm. It's. It's it's really big. It's There's just a it, lot it gets, of potential in there. It gets ungodly hot up there. But yeah. you, that's that's workable. A little insulation in the walls, spray foam. Closed cell or open cell is better for the closed cell is better if you're gonna tighten it up a little bit. But yeah, you definitely have to get some type of airflow up there. Insulation, oh, insulation, and, and open up a vent. Oh yeah, yeah. Put that. Put us in a medium sized unit for up there. Probably would cool just fine. Would, well, you can actually get one where you wouldn't even have to worry about taking it out. You could say. We had one at the place I worked. It was an air conditioner unit when you looked in it, looked at it, but it was a heater in the winter. 
you could turn it to heat. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was now that was nice. They got those units that you run the plumbing on the outside of the house and it goes down to the bottom, mm -hmm. and they're on individual walls. My mom actually put that in at the house here in town. Okay. Crazy. Oh yeah. Well, when when like moving and everything like that, like you did and stuff, you got to figure out what you're gonna get afterwards. Now there's your biggest issue. I'm still trying to figure out my financials. Yeah. That's another Hasn't thing. even been a full month yet. Oh, that's, yeah. That's, everybody's kind of got their own way of doing that. I want to get a truck. My buddy just bought a new truck. He's probably going to end up selling his old one, and I want to see if I got the financials to be able to buy it. My buddy just bought a new uh, GMC. He's got an old uh, Dakota I want to buy. Oh, okay. He's able to get, he was able to get his truck, I tell you then? Mm-hmm. He okay. got his new truck without trading in his old one. Oh, wow. So he's still got two vehicles at home. Well, shoot, that's nice to have two trucks. You don't get that much. Mm-hmm. And he said he's probably only going to sell the other one for, like, four grand. I'm like, you want to sell that for four grand? Let me know. Yeah, that's not too bad of a price right there. I'll yeah. just use it to move the bike around if I need to. I could fit my bike in the back bed. Trying to store stuff up. Yeah. <laughs> what you need is to find a uh, vehicle that can hold more than two kayaks. That's what we need. Hey, look, if I got that truck, we put the two kayaks on the roof and then fill the bed with stuff. I see. That's a point. Get the, get the truck. That's so, my point here. So how, how is this going to work out with you? Are you going to be able to still run around as you please, or are you going to have to start picking and choosing when you go out to do stuff? Or uh, I'm do? still trying to figure that one out. We're, me and the old lady were talking about that the other day. A little bit. Yeah. During the wintertime, I have my homebody. But when it gets nice, I'm never home. Yeah. I'm always out doing something. Yeah, that you're going to have to find a balance in that, but that's something that comes. I, I yeah. Really, really in that one, I don't care. You could talk to a thousand to a billion people, and everybody has all different advice for it. It's really going to come down to how it works for you two. Yep. You know, so that's at least, at least there you guys are both are prepared for that kind of thing. That's that always helps out too, knowing that okay, we gotta work through through a schedule, but we gotta wait and see how we gonna make a schedule. Yeah. yeah. Especially what um, not quite a month yet. So you guys I'd say for about three, four months you guys will start getting a routine together and this and that and you'll know, okay, this watch out for this, we got this coming up. I always kept it simple for myself. I used the calendar, and when the bills came in, I always write them on my calendar the day, you know, mm -hmm. for my pay every week, made it real nice. So every Friday, I just sat down and, okay, on the calendar, this are the bills, and I pay them. But as far as saving money, you come up with a good way. You let me know. <laughs> me too. I mean, sheesh. <laughs> I find it hard to just even to put $20 away anymore. Mm -hmm. Especially in this, you know, with the way the economy is at the moment. It, I've had to make some sacrifices, I guess. Yeah, you know? I know what you mean. So it's life, it's a give and take. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So Unforgiving. So, Fluffy, you going to do a, the river road bike rides a few times? or Me and my buddy consider that a local ride. We did a whole eight, nine-hour ride yesterday. Oh, okay. Went down to southern Illinois and... Did a big loop back, about 176 miles. Oh, something wow. Something like that. That's a long ride. Mm -hmm. I was out from, I didn't get home till 5.30 last night and left at 9. That's a full day. It's definitely a yeah, full day. Yeah, especially for him, considering he likes to cut his days off early as is. I had bowling 
Otherwise, I would have stayed out longer. Yeah, I bet you would have. What's your bowling score? I don't know. The bowling just finished up, and I yeah. haven't bowled in a few weeks. I was about to say, because uh, the last time I went with you to one of your leagues, you had a score that you've been wanting to get, and you were pissed that you got it in that game. And I don't remember what it was. 200. <laughs> See, I bowl a good uh, five. <laughs> I'm not good at bowling. I'm fair at it. I haven't done it in a long time, but I uh, I could do it all right. I'm not no high score mm -hmm. person or nothing. But, and I never bowled on a league. I like to, me and the buddies like to go on a Saturday yeah. night or something to bowl. Just something to do to casually hang out yeah. or something like that. Yeah, wintertime mostly when it was cold out. Because we like to run the cornfields and whatnot during the summer. My buddy got this headset system for our helmets, and it totally changed our ride yesterday. Did it? So how, yeah, how, how that did working? that work out? So it worked out really well. Being able to communicate back and forth while riding is really helpful. Instead of having to pull over and talk, you just hit a button, and we're talking, and or if we want to listen to our music, we hit the button, and we're listening to our own music. But it's easy just going. to set it up? Oh, yeah. Oh, if, it cool. if you get too far from each other, which, honestly, it goes about almost a mile before it disconnects. Crazy. Oh, nice. It'll, it does it'll automatically reconnect and say rider A connected or rider B connected or okay, depending on how many people you got. That's what I was going to ask is uh, how fast does it reconnect? Really fast. The oh. moment it's in range, it'll automatically pop. Oh, that's real nice. So Most of the time, you don't even know it's disconnected or reconnected. That is real nice. And the mile's pretty good for, for something like that. And that's through hilly terrain, too. I can't imagine on straight, no no hill, no blockage. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't yeah. see him behind me whenever uh, originally we were testing out the distance. That's pretty good. Wasn't too expensive, was it? About 160 bucks after taxes. That's about to go on price for Which, honestly, is really, like, like for it's totally worth the money. Recommend any guy on a bike get it. There you go. Oh, yeah. Make the... Makes Plus, it's good. You better. can make phone calls when you're riding. I made a couple phone calls while riding yesterday, and no one knows you're riding. That's real nice. Well, yeah, it's completely hands-free. Oh, yeah. So I just, I just say, hey, device, connect, or hey, call so-and-so, and it'll do it. You're not getting distracted trying to fumble around, especially yeah. on a bike. Oh, yeah, I mean, I got, I got my phone right here, but that's just so I can see the time or the direction I'm going. Oh, yeah. I got the GPS up, but other than that... I just go. I keep my sound off on the GPS because that gets annoying after a while. Oh, yeah, it does. It gets extremely annoying. But driving a truck for a little bit really helped with, oh, you got a turn coming up and however long, so you know what to look for. Yeah, some of those GPSs, depending on what you got, they'll tell you right on the point or others mm -hmm. tell you turning this and then you're getting up on it. Where's the turn? It ain't here. And it's actually farther down than what they said. Yeah, it gets some of the delay is sometimes annoying. The not this version of phone, but the other version of phones maps suck. <laughs> it will tell you when you're there, but it's a delayed by five seconds, so you pass the turn before it does it, and okay. it stutters. See, I don't, I don't Great. like that. That's especially like going out to uh, their uncles and stuff. You can't just five seconds. You're shot by by quite a bit out mm -hmm. there. It needs to be telling you. You know, you can't have that delay out there. Oh, yeah, no, he's yeah. out. Of, he's out in the North 40th, North 40th, where these roads are just right there. There's no yep. real signage coming up to them. Hell, half well, of them are Well, there was some roads yesterday that there were some roads yesterday that you don't see the turn. You just fly on by it. And you're like, oh, I don't. I think that was the driveway. Nope, that's the road. Let's go. Yep. You mm -hmm. got to do, do a UE and go. Yeah. See, that's what I don't like about that because it. 
that or if uh, we had an old GPS that actually was in the cart. Oh, That's yeah. all it was. And this thing's maps, I don't know how out of date, by five, six, seven years easy at the point we were using it. And it never got us to their uncle's house the right way. It brought us in, program in there, push it every time, and it would take us a different way each time. Yeah. And didn't we have to go through back roads eventually just to well, get to Joe, uh, get to him? Or yeah, was it yeah, because of the uh, GPS choosing well, mom, different routes? Because your mom wants to take, she don't like interstate rides. Okay. That's one thing Me about either. their mother. I'd she hates. Take side roads. You get a much well, better view. It's not really for the view. She doesn't like for the traffic and for the speed mm. and all that. She is She's a nervous car rider, we'll say that. Yeah. But the back roads, she likes to take that, which are ten times as long to get all the way around. By the time you get to the road you want to get on, it kind of really goes to his house with limited terms. Mm-hmm. You could get there within 40 minutes cutoff time if you just went two different uh, interstates you've been mm-hmm. right off that exit too where you're wanting to hit the back roads because it is back roaded to his house. But the way she goes, it's about 40 extra minutes mm-hmm. and stuff. And it's, it, it's a nice ride. It's... You see a lot of different things, and that's what I like about it, because the way you head out, yeah. it goes past so many things that are so nostalgic still. People just living like the slow life, I guess, is what you'd consider it. You don't see them in a hustle bustle. You go through these towns, and it's like, they're just... That's the beauty of being on a bike, man. You see all these people that are out and about. You join a group of riders, and you just haul with them for a little bit. I didn't use a GPS at all yesterday. I just pulled up my map and see what road we need to turn on and just be watching for it after so many miles. There you go. Yeah. yeah that's, you miss your turn. You miss your turn. You just look up how to get back to your route eventually. That's the beauty of not having a real plan when I'm out on the bike. Yeah. It's just the freedom to do whatever I want because I got the whole day booked for just that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's that's wonderful. It's a great feeling. As long feeling. as you got the time yep. frame for it, that's, that's always nice to be able to do. Nothing worse than getting caught up trying to get a ride in in tight time frame you know and then yep. hurry back or because all of a sudden you look forward oh man what's that up ahead next thing you know you're going 20 miles farther 30 miles whatever on a bike miles click by you like uh, nothing you, sometimes you just you know you take a wrong turn and next thing you know you're finding that next cool little destination you want to come back and see or oh yeah found that, one yesterday it was a whole rock city like it was like like houses built into the rock or just stuff carved out. It was really cool. That is neat. Yeah, you'll see a lot more. Uh, right when I was younger than me, my uncle wrote, it miles clicked by. It's nothing to throw a ton of miles on without realizing. Our thing was we had to be careful how far out we got, getting back in time for whatever we had to do. Yeah. Because we liked to go. And then back when I was younger, we played a lot of co-ed softball. And our team was made up of like my of the cousins yeah. and uncles and aunts that were still wanting to play and stuff. And that's we go for that ride, but we'd had to watch it because there's a few times we had to push our luck a little bit, getting back a little hurrier than we should be. Yeah, <laughs> that's the beauty of the interstates, though. You know, if you want to get off the beaten trail and get on the road and haul ass, you can. My bike will do eight. My bike's made to cruise 65, 70, 75 at low rpm in the oh, final yeah. i i never touched my last gear all day yesterday except on the ride back when i was riding by myself my buddy's bike's not made to go fast mm. i mean he's got a sportster it's made to take off but it's just a, it's just 
That's made to cruiser. go. It's just made to go slow on the side roads if he's riding. Not made to just continuously go fast. Yeah, Sportsters. I never rode one, but they seem like the the chop down version of for the Harleys, like the affordable Harley mm -hmm. yeah. for most people. Because they got a, I, they I got a lot of low end speed, but after the, their top end's gone, he'll get me off the line, but I'll I'll blow by him after I get to my last gear. Yeah, that, I think when that thing was actually introduced was catered for the younger one to ride a Harley because of the Harley name. But mm -hmm. when that little speed, not such a bulk of a bike, I think is what it was about. Yeah. I seen uh, probably three or four guys I knew I went to school with that like had motorcycles, had us, had Sportsters and stuff they bought. I want to get a Road King. That's... I either want to get one with a big front fairing and the whole big setup or just one without it and have the two bags on the back and just go. Oh, them leathers bags are nice. But I got the leather bags now. I kind of want a hard bag that I can lock. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because you just got, what, the buckles oh. on the one currently? Mm -hmm. That's not really going to hold a you know, yeah, pinch the, either. You want the box. Yeah, uh, yeah I know. I, hard case. I don't blame you. Yeah, like a lock box of some sort. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, but now those are nice, too. You can get some really tricked out ones too i've been looking at some online so they're not they're, they're all right not i mean some of, them, some of them are pricey some of them aren't yeah depends on what what you're looking for them how you, how they store things and what all they offer in it and it just depends on the year of them some of them you got to open this way some of them open that way some of them from the back to front or front to back Okay. It just depends, you know, however much money you want to spend for the options that you get. Well, with hard uh, cased, also, if you do happen to have a spill or slide or something, you're not losing everything in your cases. That's similar, to what, easy. That's similar to what I've been looking at lately. Oh, those are nice, yeah. yeah. Those are, oh, those, yeah. But those are customized to put A lot it, of those are custom. For the uh, Harleys, any, yeah. any bike you get, I, everyone always makes it theirs, which is the beauty of the bike world is... There's so many options out there. No matter what brand you have, some brands coincide with each other, some don't. There's a lot of people that make parts that'll make stuff that'll, that's like a universal mount, but it'll go for any style bag to any style bike. Okay. And, it's, yeah. and you can put a Harley bag on a Suzuki bike or vice versa. Or oh. it's like I, I could buy a Harley Harley fairing and put it on my bike with a custom, with a custom mount made from this random guy in the middle of Utah or something. Oh, oh, yeah, definitely. Really okay. cool stuff out there. Like, the bike world is huge. That's cool. Yeah, I do got a question, though, seeing that you have been getting out and riding and everything and have been riding a year or two like that. Have you been seeing any of the choppers? Because I don't I see saw a choppers chopper anymore. I saw one last night. They aren't that popular no more. Okay. Ever since American Choppers disappeared off television, I've never really seen any. Now I see the ape hangers all the time. Uh, I don't know. The handle, the handlebars, yeah. yeah. The, no, the, uh, the ape hangers, those are those are popular. Yeah. But I don't understand why. But uh, <laughs> if you're gonna ride all day, you don't want your arms sitting up here. Yeah, because choppers are with the elongated front end forks. They stick real far out in front of the bike, and the back wheel is just—it's like a slick, a oh, huge okay. off of like a race. Car. I got oversized front end rear tires, but mine's also a cruiser. It's made to go for a long time. Mm -hmm. It's made to run over stuff if need be. And yeah, yours is for comfort. Going. Yours is what Honda put out there for your average Joe, basically, bike rider that didn't want to spend a ton of money. I could buy a brand new version of my bike for 15 grand. So. Yeah. 
Well, the gold yeah. ring, that was designed for comfort, for the long haul. The Honda Gold Ring will forever be known as the ultimate old man cruising bike. It is. It's got everything from your heated seats to hand heated grips oh, yeah. to the radio to uh, a movable, a motorized windscreen in the front to adjust your wind and everything. It, that is the ultimate creature comfort bike. Honda knew they couldn't compete with Harley on purely by name. Name alone, Harley was killing it by the name alone besides their bike styles. They knew they couldn't touch nothing like that, so they opted to go a different direction and cater to the people who want luxury yep. and stuff like that. Because not everybody... They also make a lot of trailers. Harleys are... you got to be a certain type of person to be able to just ride a Harley all the time. Mm-hmm. I know quite a few people that bought Harleys that ended up selling them off because they just didn't like the ride on them they were uncomfortable they, they have a lot of vibration and they, and they bought like uh ducatis or you know hondas or mm-hmm. uh, yamahas or whatever type bikes now i'll tell you ducati my friend up north his ducatis he has two different ones those things ungodly can do some stuff that thing go r- off road on road and just tear it up either way you go you ain't catching one it's Harley gone. just came out with, the, I think it's a new bike. I think so, but they have a uh, a similar to one, kind of like how the how the uh, what they call the African touring bikes. So they're like a dirt bike, but it's for on road and off road. But you have your hard saddlebags on, like your hard cases that are made to be removable. Harley just came out with one of those within the last few years, and it's a comparable bike, but it's not as good as some of these other ones that are out there. You know, they're made for their sportsters or their baggers, and these other companies are made for, you know, every brand's got their, their signature bike. Honda's got the Goldwing and cars. Suzuki's got the, you know, all, most of these car dealerships have a lot of bikes, but it's, Harley's got their Road Kings, which is their one of the most popular bikes for the sportsters. Suzuki has the uh, Hibusa, mm-hmm. super popular okay. bike. Kawasaki's got the Ninja. Oh, okay. So, yeah. you know, it's just... Honda's got the Rebel. Honda Rebel is one of the most well-known Honda bikes out there. Oh, okay. That's that's the one that kind of looks like the uh, a Harley. Then. Yeah, they okay. got they got a. Yeah, I remember Honda when they like came out with a. They, I don't remember the brand of the companies, but they tried to throw a couple Harley looks out, but with their engine on it. You know, they didn't V twin mm-hmm. it. That's how you do when you seen it. But it the tanks. And the style was more on a Harley style, but the uh, engine would would be a dead giveaway straight. They got know, a uh, Honda's got a VTX. I think it's Honda. They got a VTX, a uh, Vortex engine that's just. Oh, fantastic. I imagine as far as engine wise goes, I imagine Harley can't compete with the Yamaha and Hondas. They're trying. They just came yeah. out with a Crate 131, I think it is. It's like 100 and I want to say 136 horsepower. Are they still? Are they still uh, employee-owned? I'm not entirely sure on that one. I mean the manufacturing, because if I remember, it's American-owned. They kind of did it like employees-owned. Uh, I'll have to look that one up, actually. Yeah, Harley's got the Crate 131, and if you put the Screaming Eagle package on it, let me get the specs for you. It's one of the, it's one of their engines that they just released. It has 131 foot-pounds of torque to the rear wheel, oil-cooled, which is good. Now, they still staying with the V-Twin, though. Yeah. Okay. I hope they would uh, stick with their signature. Oh, yeah. they. Most bikes, you got a V-Twins, whether they're going, doing the V-Style or if they're going the outside. Now, Indian's been doing a lot better, too. Indian motorcycles, they had a time where they were kind of crappy on their manufacturing, but now they're 
they're coming back and hell, well, they got a bike that's actually one of my dream bikes. There you go. Indian probably got to boost a movie or an actor or something had gotten into it and they like the bike a lot. They'll pump it up just on their own mm -hmm. social media and everything else too. Which I never, I'd never looked at Indian's website until yesterday for the first time and I was looking at their website and they cater to everybody from those who want to spend $30,000 on a motorcycle to those that want to spend only 10, five or 10. They, they cater to everyone. I didn't know that. And that's actually, I'm going to go look at a dealership at them here in a few weeks what just if to I check it out. Spend like $250 and maybe a couple chunky cheese that, tokens. That, that, may yeah, get well, you a, that may get you a frame. Yeah. That. As long as somebody isn't uh catered to all of them why why just one person yeah. one style a bike or one price well, there's, of there's bike, a lot of there's know. a lot of made, a lot of the manufacturers have that if you go on their actual websites a lot of these dealers don't have the variety unless you go to a major dealer nah. which around here is hard to find okay yeah if you head over to the big cities yeah yeah it's it, it gets to the point where the internet's helped out a big time but for something a purchase like that all it does is help you to find a place and then now where do i have how far do i gotta go to get to it you know which the beauty of the internet is you can find a bike online call up a shop from that town and say hey do you guys mind if i give you a few bucks check out this bike for me and tell me if it'd be a good buy and then you can buy the bike and ship it wherever you need for like three or four hundred dollars sometimes if that which is the same if, if you custom ordered a bike on a website on a one of these big dealer sites and had it shipped to a Local dealer. Yeah, a local dealer. This cost about the same as shipping it from anywhere in the country, really. Oh, okay. Because uh, I know they had that. Uh, well, it was a TV show for a minute. You shoot, uh, you ship, or whatever, where these guys would just take on odd shipping things uh, and stuff. You oh, shipping it. wars. Ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they shipped out. You know, the, somebody I think bought a antique phone booth from a Europe style. Oh, but okay. the guy didn't know when he showed up because he didn't check into it heavily that it was uh, cast iron. Didn't come with the right stuff to load it up and all that. Oh, God. Yeah. It was, but I figured people like that, shoot, you could probably get your bike brought to you for quite quite a good deal. 300 bucks, and we'll say the farthest point from us in the country, that's not a bad deal because no. that's mileage. Because a lot of the time they'll pick up other loads on the way. Well, yeah, a bike I, doesn't take up much room. Oh, so yeah. if they put it at the front of the trailer and load the back with other stuff, you know, drop it off on the way there, make it a couple mu couple bucks here and there all the way down. Shoot, that's not a bad deal. Which, if the hauler knows what he's doing, most of the time that's what they do. They pick up loads going to the same areas. Yeah, ho yeah, hopefully, yeah, hopefully you don't get some of them guys we've <laughs> seen on that TV show, but that that's the only example I had to give. You ever going to get anything shipped to you like that, son? Oh, God, no. Nothing that big. Having to pay $300 in shipping doesn't really sit well with me. I don't care what I'm trying to buy. It's not worth it at that point. I, a guy bought a car way out in a small town, and it was like a three-hour drive to go get this car. I take him to go get it. It, it was not a big deal. Made the purchase. It was fine. He got the car back. And, yeah. You know, we drove it back and everything, but... I'm like, man, dude. And this was back in Auto Trader was still a thing you it's could It's still use. a thing now. Well, yeah, but I mean, yeah. now it's on the internet, too, and everything. Yep. But back then, it was uh, the magazine. Me, I'm the type that I'd rather go somewhere and look at it, do that kind of thing, and buy it. 
that way than, you know, looking through these magazines. Who knows what's in them, you know? Yeah. And I couldn't believe he did it. He actually went through, found car called, set it all up and everything. I was like, well, shit. Yeah, because I've seen, like, that Carvana and shit. And I'm like, how does that work? <laughs> I actually looked into that the other day. Did you? You said those should be a car from anywhere in the U.S. as long as it's in their deal, one of the dealers. Oh, they only work specific dealers? They are They are a dealer. Okay. Yeah, so if it's in any other dealer locations across the U.S., they'll ship it to you for free. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, they do the uh, drop-off. They, 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 they come to your house, pick up your car if you're trading it in, and then give you the new one. Nice. All without having to leave your house. That's nice. Literally that, the Amazon of, it, of cars, which is crazy. Amazon has its own garage section. You can buy cars yeah. on Amazon, which is which really is fucking nuts. Weird. I didn't think that was possible. Yeah, you can buy and sell cars, car parts, houses. Never thought we'd be buying stuff like that online yeah. from any website, let alone them. I'm surprised that you can't go and get your prescription drugs from Amazon yet. Because you can do, ba- you one too. You you can can do, do basically everything else, yeah. yeah. That's probably something they'd have to get clear you're, with the you're FDA talking, and You're talking pharmaceutical. That's mm-hmm. with the workers there. You just can't have some Joe Schmo throwing pills into Oh, yeah, that's awesome. There's a lot of... There's a lot of other companies that already and ship it. Like, yeah. for instance, MedExpress. That's a that's and a major one. And it all comes down to the insurance, too. Insurance will only pay for c- certain people to it, deliver medicines. Exactly. Uh, and Amazon, they'd have to get, they'd have to hire a pharmacist. And pharmacists aren't cheap. Those people get paid well. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're educated. Uh, the reason why the billionaires not. are rich and not. <laughs> they just invest in the pharmaceutical companies in a different way, not put it in theirs. Yeah, yeah. I I don't believe Amazon, but it would work out well that way. Too many things, too many factors in it that would just work against them. A lot of setup, expense, because your payroll is gonna gonna be shoot through the roof with oh, pharmacists. Because yeah, you figure you're just not gonna have 15 pharmacists in a, in one location. You're gonna have pharmacists where you got warehousing. I'd imagine. Mm-hmm. So. How many warehousings do you have? I don't know but offhand, but I'd imagine it's a hell of a pay. That and also you have to stick to a consistent, uh, the meds have to be shipped on this day and arrive That's on this day and time because there's some meds that are time sensitive that need to be chilled. There's other meds that people need to take like all the time, like maybe one pill a day. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you can't have that showing up a week late, having little Timmy off his Adderall and have his grades yeah. failing, you know what I mean? Got, got everybody ready to strangulate the poor kid. Yeah. It's not his fault because Amazon dropped the ball. See, I like That's the- crazy, though. They, I, I ordered something one day, and it was here at 5 o'clock in the morning the next day. I ordered a back brace. Off Amazon. Realized I was going to need one. I think I was hanging out with you when I did it. And I'm like, all right, we'll see what this overnight shipping actually works. And it showed up. Uh, I think I wasn't even awake by the time it showed up. It, I woke yeah, it up says at like anywhere, 6 o'clock. Anywhere between 4 and 8 a.m. And I'm mm-hmm. like, what? And then the old lady's leaving for work and walks outside and it's there. She's like, hey, it's here. I'm like, wow. Yeah, because I got my back Nuts. brace. It said it arrived at 4 a.m. And I'm, all I wanted was that thing to show up before I had to go to work and... I mean, shit, I don't work at four. Your brother ordered a controller and at like three o'clock in the afternoon or something, or maybe a little earlier than that. He got, it was guaranteed to be here between seven and at night. Yeah. That day. Oh. It, and it showed up that day. He ordered it in the afternoon, got it in the evening. 
a guy it was an amazon worker showed up but he was in it looked like his personal pickup truck had put on his hazards pulled over jumped up ran up put it on there's the a lot of that that's thing. called amazon flex i actually am interested in that okay uh, so you so like they amazon has their own delivery service the flex service which there's a warehouse out in california that i helped set up a delivery service through that previously was a flex warehouse Every day, hundreds of people in their cars show up there, and they load up their cars with packages, and they're off they go. That sounds a little sketchy. What's stopping well, them from, you know, just piling a bunch of packages in their car and then dipping in there? Oh, they're bedded. They're I mean, bedded they, they, before. Everything has, like, they have your ID and everything. Oh, and yeah. No, there's no. a whole background check. You, They basically run you like you're becoming an employee there. In case packages go missing, you have a score. You're rated on a score. Okay. Nice. If your score gets too bad, they they tell you, you can't deliver for them anymore. Yeah, kind of like the people Ubers. That we had to oh. Or not Ubers, but the delivery stuff. Okay. Yeah, they do it like that. You show up and grab packages, okay, and then you click or, or whatever you got. Like if you have so many packages stolen, or customers say packages start going missing and they're coming up from your ride too many times, they. You'll be investigated. Amazon doesn't cheap out. They they send people to watch where you deliver. Oh, and yeah. They're not all the time, but there were stops where I'm delivering, and I'm like, oh, hey, I know you. They're like, yeah, we're just doing a check to make sure you're following process. Were you following process? Yeah. Better or better? Always, because you never know if there's someone down the road with binoculars watching. Legit, they don't cheap out. They are very serious about their business process. They didn't get so big just by letting people do whatever they want. Oh, no, they had... I I agree with you totally on that. That's sounds like a hell of a system they set up. Yeah, you know, like the couple of bad people that had bad experiences always get the loudest voice when it comes to that type of stuff. But yeah, Amazon's really not that bad of a company to work for. They're just not overworked. They're just understaffed right now. It's like everyone else is. That's that's just a big problem right now. Is everyone's understaffed, so they get a bad name. But it's like because they're one of the major corporations, they get the loudest voice, the loudest stuff thrown on them. But yeah, that's definitely true. It's. I know it is a short, short of workers in the market. It's definitely, oh, yeah, definitely. an employee's market at the moment. Got to search for good workers, and people are just either A, found other gigs they like, or they just, just, lazy. just don't want to get back in the workforce for one reason or another. All right, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll discuss fluffy little more things. Rebel Radio Show, Monday nights at 7 p.m. Central Time, DJ CO1. Welcome back. All right, here we go with Fluffy again. We're going to get into a normal conversation with him. Wherever I, we can and I use normal. normal loosely. What's your next hobby besides the motorcycle? I like to hunt. You like to hunt? What style? All of them or just? I've like, only done duck hunting. I, got, I bought a deer tag last year, but never got to use it. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's with guns. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you're also into Dungeons and Dragons, aren't you? Uh, D&D, my guy. <laughs> That's no. right. I'm not cool. I'm not hip. I'm not with the times. I murder passerbys just for looking at me wrong. You want to talk about your uh, experiences playing D&D? I killed a guy that was just trying to save his family. And why would you do this? Because he dropped a barrel on my foot while running by me in his horse and carriage. I grabbed him and I squeezed his throat in front of his wife and children and then threw the body at him. But why? I'm a barbarian. <laughs> so, did you ever think you'd uh, play D&D before you actually, like the first I time you actually one did? I one day. I never played it before. I'm like, oh, I'll see what it does. Uh, so, it was more so like you heard of it and you're like, well, I'm down if I ever get the chance. Yep. Where did you find a play that? Uh, me and a couple guys from work. Oh, okay. Yep, we go over at Buddy's house, play 
start using all of his paper up. I got a car car full of dice. Oh yeah, you do. You ain't playing dice like they do in the streets, are you? No. Shot no, but I got enough to. You have more than enough. You have how how many sets of dice do you have now? At least five. But that's a lot. You don't need more than two. That's not more. That's not near as many as like I got. He has a box half the size of this table from floor to top full. He bought out of stores, stock whenever they were going out of business. Got that's him for near nothing. Mm-hmm. Got I was about player. to say, why spend that kind of money? <laughs> oh, oh yeah. But then, but going out of business, so now I get that just to go and clear. He walked a in store. there, offered him forty bucks for the box. That's nothing because a, a, a set of dice is like ten bucks. Oh, yeah. Right. No, no, I know what you're saying. That's that's a hell of a bargain. Still don't know what you're going to do with all those dice, but okay. I sometimes reach in there and grab a random one if one of mine's not behaving. <laughs> there you go. Or else, uh, uh, you got someone new who's never played before. You can always give yep. them a starter set. We just tell them to go get in the box, choose your dice. With that many dice, hopefully none are loaded. Get some loaded dice. You got to know how to throw those. Oh, I know how to lose. I know how to do that much. I'd try to throw dice. I don't, I don't think I'd win too much. He used to have a dice game at the bar. I never wanted that damn thing. I always assumed dice games were like Yahtzee. Kind of, sort of, I guess. Hmm. It, it depends on the bar, how they play their dice game. It's okay. played a couple different ways, but I never win. All it is is a bet amongst a certain amount of people. Okay. 90% of the time, it, the bartender's in on it. Oh. But it, but the bartender's playing with their own money. They're not using the bar's money. They know each other. Everybody knows each other, and they're playing. Oh, okay. it's just something we do for the hell of it. Whoever wins ends up buying rounds anyway, so you ain't really gaining nothing. Oh yeah. <laughs> Figure four of us play. That's minus the bartender. Just three beers you're buying. I have a question for you, Fluffy. What's your uh? Since you're you know first, last, and social. No, since you uh, live alone, quote unquote, not no longer with your parents, basically, um, you're able to do things that you normally wouldn't be able to like do without them, you know, yelling at you. Has there any? Has there been anything you've done to exercise your parentless freedom? Yes. And what would that be? Walk around the house butt ass naked because I can. Why is that everyone's go to? I with the blinds open. <laughs> Because if you want privacy, you have to create your own privacy. And ain't no one can say shit. Okay. Actually, I don't walk in the living room. I'm walking around the house naked. I got weird neighbors. I don't want them to see my eeny weeny. Shame them in to stop looking. Uh, yeah, I make don't like this either. Stop looking. Yeah, make them feel extremely uncomfortable. We could both end this as long as you just stop looking. <laughs> it's not going to go away. Why are you being a peeping time? So you got to turn it around. It ain't, it ain't you prancing around nude in your home being being on display. It's them being a peeping time. Oh, yeah, definitely. Start calling them perb and stuff. Turn around on them. They'll quit looking. So basically, all you do is uh, exercise your nudity rights. Damn straight. Because I've noticed that since you've actually moved out before when you lived with your parents, I noticed the only chores you ever actually like had was to take the dog out because you never really did much of uh, else in the bathroom well okay yeah but I, I know you never really did oh no I was made to yeah but it you took you see it you should see it over there now oh but now you're over here uh, we were we stopped at your house earlier today and before we even left you made the bed you uh, like what is that's a record show I only made the bed because it makes her happy like <laughs> happy wife happy life you'll learn it hey. look at this guy trying to throw out wisdom 
<laughs> All I'm saying, though, is that he's manned up and he's actually, like, taking responsibility for his life. Well, good you, for him. About damn time. You didn't hear about the... I was playing with a kid, and we had this purple ball, and she likes it when I throw it at her. Even if it nails her in the face, she thinks it's the funniest thing in the world. And, so I, and I missed her. Don't let I her play dodgeball. Basically. She loves it. <laughs> and it hit the floor and went up and hit the light fixture, and, and it was gone. I broke two light bulbs in the fixture. Uh, glass was everywhere. How could you destroy that poor lion? It was mayhem. See, that's the problem. You gotta know your limitations on horse playing. I had played that game for two weeks with her. At the very least, though, since you're in the home, you can just fix it your damn self instead of you being like, Ma, I broke The landlord something. won't know about this. There'll be a new glass piece on there whenever we move out. My point exactly. That, yeah, you don't want to be losing no deposit. They look for any reason not to let you have yours back, you know. They, Our landlord is just always over there. Not always over there, but is based himself well now and then it's like, eh. I know you live a couple of houses down. Oh, they, I like see, my privacy. I don't oh, yeah. like to. Oh, see, I know how. I don't that like is. having to ask what to do on my own property type of deal. Like, exactly. it's, I'm I'm renting the property from you as long as I'm not destroying your property or hurting your property. Then there should be no discussion on what I'm doing. Yeah, they're what they are the nosy Nellies of landlords, and their whole gig of doing that is they let you know they're there they're gonna see something right off the bat all of a sudden they're coming up and mentioning something to you you know they seen it or whatever those types make it very very rough well, they know the house is always kept nice and clean and everything so like he's like oh i don't care there's no rules i know how the house is kept it's like okay yeah you shouldn't really know how it's kept but whatever it, it's hard to deal with landlords it is it's really rough that's it, like, that's why it, i bought it, my own it, home when i say I that it sounds it. like i'm complaining i mean don't get me wrong i like the guy he's not bad i get along with him i actually went down there the other day to say hey but you know it's just one of those things where it's like if i'm at my house i want my privacy oh, exactly yeah. i don't i don't care like i want to put cameras up and have to stare at people mm -hmm. i wanted to protect my property because i like my privacy I don't want no one on my property. That's got, the biggest thing. Stuff, That's why I got the, the stuff house. Stuff in the backyard is laid out a certain way, and if something is moved, when I check on it, if it's moved at all, I know it's been touched. The way I close stuff, the way stuff's laid out in the backyard, like turned, if it's leaned, if it's nudged up against something, I know it's been messed with. Oh, I know land. I've had landlords that would go into your area, move stuff around. What they're doing is looking through your stuff. Is what they're doing. But they, well, I had to, I had to do this or do do that when you say, hey. My stuff was moved in this. Well, uh, then they want to come clean. At first, they'll play off. They weren't them, and then they have to say something, you know, because you press it. I was more than happy to buy a home. The minute I got it, got my opportunity to buy a house, I did. Here, you can't tell me what to do. Yep. Yeah. This is my home. You don't like it, don't come here. My property is kept up. I don't have 10-foot tall grass, nothing like that. So neighbors can't complain about nothing. We got good neighbors, so we don't worry about much. You know, here, that's mm -hmm. the best part. And getting to know your neighbors. Living in apartment places or rental properties where, you know, neighbors change out or they're cold to you because you're a renter, not an owner. Mm -hmm. That happens, too. That sucks. Where the neighbors are kind of like... Now, I ain't gonna say snitches, but more leave, trying to make it to where you don't want to stay there. Yeah. Oh yeah. So you ever get the opportunity to buy your own home? And you know what Which you want, and where you want to be. About. Yeah, that's it's because it's a big decision to do the first time around because you got to get the right for yourself so you can actually get good years in there, not be having to repair things or. Oh yeah. Or a real long.
long drive to work for no reason at first. You know, because that's something some people don't want to do. In your older years, maybe it's okay to have that longer ride to work because you wanted to get away from the city or whatever. So, all right, I'll tell you what. Since you both are dumbfounded sitting here, I will do this for you. We'll call this an episode. Alrighty. And, uh... We'll see if we can get out of this one with our our dignities intact. All right, Mr. Fluffy, you Mm. take us out. And that's a wrap on the Dad and Son podcast. Thank you for listening. Please tune in next week, and we will see you guys there. Thank you. Thank you for listening. This is Dad and Son on the Coffee Bar Stories, a DTZ entertainment presentation. Check in every two weeks for a new episode. All music was brought to you today by Kevin McLeod.